0: Hello and welcome to your daily Star Trek news from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. I'm Alison Pitt, and today is Thursday, March 5th, 2020. On today's show, renowned TV animation writer David Wise has passed away. Star Trek timelines has been bought by game developer Tilting Point, and Viacom CBS is considering selling off publishing house Simon and Schuster. All this, plus the Star Trek events in your area to look forward to this weekend, coming right up. Respected television animation writer David Wise, who wrote the Star Trek The Animated Series episode, How Sharper Than a Serpent's Tooth, has died. His death on Tuesday, March 3rd, was announced on his Twitter account. The announcement read, After a tough battle with lung cancer... David Wise passed away peacefully at home last night, surrounded by family. Please feel free to tag this account to express your condolences. All are welcome here, just as they were in David's life. Friend, family, peer, fan, all of you. In Star Trek circles, Wise is best known for writing the only classic Star Trek episode to win an Emmy, Memory Alpha quotes Wise himself in the audio commentary for How Sharper Than a Serpent's Tooth. When Filmation submitted Star Trek for the Best Children's Series Emmy, this was the episode they submitted. Wise's co writer Russell Bates also commented that the episode became the only credential submitted when Filmation received an Emmy nomination for the series, and thus was instrumental in the winning of a 1975 Emmy Award, the franchise's first. Emmy Wynn. Outside of Star Trek, Wise was known for his numerous credits as a television animation writer. Among his work are episodes of He-Man and the Masters of the Universe, The Transformers, Chippendale Rescue Rangers, and Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Please join me in sending condolences to Wise's family. Game developer Tilting Point has acquired the popular mobile game Star Trek Timelines from Disruptor Beam. Star Trek Timelines is a hugely popular character collection role-playing game, or CCRPG, with 8 million downloads that's made more than $100 million to date. Now, according to a piece from VentureBeat, original developers Disruptor Beam have sold the game in its entirety to Tilting Point, so they can focus on development of their own Disruptor Engine, a platform built to support other mobile games. Meanwhile, says VentureBeat, Tilting Point has formed a new studio, Wicked Realm Games, to support the title in Boston, and hired 19 key Disruptor Beam team members. Tilting Point CEO Kevin Segala said of the move, We're very excited about this acquisition of Star Trek Timelines. It's a phenomenal game, and we see an opportunity to take the game and add more resources to help make it better. Tagala went on to explain that they've extended the Star Trek license and are adding new content, including from the latest series, Star Trek Picard. And I really hope they add in a shovel. (laughs) That's a Mythic Quest reference. Anyway, Star Trek Timelines is available now on multiple platforms iOS, Android, Windows, Steam, and Amazon. And a big thanks to Keith for alerting me to this story. More news and the weekend's events in just a moment, but first, a word from me. Daily Star Trek News is supported by listeners like you, patrons through Patreon. From as little as a dollar a month, you can help support the show, so that I can bring you the best Star Trek content as it happens. To find out how you can be a part of the Daily Star Trek News family, please head to patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. That's patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. And a big thanks to you for supporting this show. Viacom CBS is looking to sell off Simon & Schuster, the publishing house behind hundreds of Star Trek titles, including the recent Star Trek Picard novel by Una McCormick, The Last Best Hope. A piece from Variety says that while speaking to investors at a Morgan Stanley event yesterday, Viacom CBS CEO Bob Backish said that the company was looking at all their assets, and Simon & Schuster just doesn't quite fit with their plans. He said, Simon & Schuster is not a core asset. It is not video-based. It does not have significant connection for our broader business. Backish went on to further explain that Viacom CBS has had previous unsolicited offers for the publishing unit, and that they will be looking at their options once the market stabilizes. According to the Variety piece, the value of Simon and Schuster could be somewhere between one billion dollars and one point five billion dollars. Simon & Schuster's CEO, Carolyn Reedy, reassured employees yesterday in a memo, saying, We have a history of strong and long-lasting relationships with our authors, and we will continue to bring important voices to readers around the world, both with our current publishing and our rich backlist of perennially favorite titles. It's not clear at this point how or even if a sale of Simon & Schuster might impact the publication of future Star Trek novels. Now, if you don't feel like reading this weekend, and you want to hang out with some other Star Trek fans, here are a few events to check out. We've got two Star Trek Picard viewing parties still going on in New York City. First, the Lambda Quadrant are hosting their Picard watch parties at Industry Bar in Hell's Kitchen. This Saturday and every Saturday through the 28th of March, this trek event will be filled with trivia games, special Trek-themed drag performances, two-for-one drinks, and fabulous prizes, all to help raise money for a good cause. Then also in Hell's Kitchen at Vodka Soda Bottoms Up, Gaze in Space is hosting a viewing party also on Saturdays through the end of the month. They'll have special guest appearances, live musical performances, Trek trivia, prizes, and more. Then, starting next Monday, William Shatner continues his live tour with appearances in Glasgow, Dublin, Essen, and Berlin. All these events and more are available for you to peruse and share on DailyStarTrekNews.com. If you have a local event that you'd like for me to include in next Thursday's show, then please email me at info at DailyStarTrekNews.com or use the hashtag DSTNEvents on Twitter and I'll retweet you. Also, if you attend a Star Trek event and you'd like to write a review of your experience, send it in, and I may use it on the show. Finally today, before I leave you, I just want to let you know that yesterday I had the pleasure of appearing on Orville Nation as a part of their Power Women Wednesday. I joined PJ, Raquel, and meteorologist Katie to talk about Star Trek, the news, and, of course, the Orville. And spoiler alert, I reveal who I'd choose to be too vixed with. Head over to Orville Nation on YouTube, or you can also check out Daily Star Trek News on YouTube, and I've added it to a playlist on my channel, too. Well, that's it for today's Daily Star Trek News from the Roddenberry Podcast Network. This show is produced by me, Allison Pitt. If you'd like to get in touch with me, just shoot me an email at info at dailystartreknews.com. This show is supported by people like you, patrons through Patreon. Find out more and add your support at patreon.com forward slash daily Star Trek news. Daily Star Trek news is part of the Roddenberry Podcast Network. For more great Star Trek podcasts, be sure to check out podcasts.roddenberry.com. I'm back tomorrow with more of the Star Trek news you need to know and the answer to this week's trivia. I'm Allison Pitt. Live long and prosper. Podcast.roddenberry.com, the Roddenberry Podcast Network.